The views and opinions expressed on this show are purely the views and opinions of the person who made them and do not necessarily reflect or agree with those of the show's commercial sponsors, its radio station affiliates, or Internet broadcast platforms. As the restriction on our God-given right to free speech manifests itself throughout the world, we are inspired by Jesus Christ's immortal words, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And we reserve the rights to all our words. Thank you, and now enjoy the show. who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticise. You are listening to ACH, I'm Andy, your host, and on today's instalment of Pastor Andy's traditional Christian message, originally broadcast on Sunday, November 26th, 2023, at achshow.com, I will be presenting a message entitled, How the Reformation Transformed Education, that was written by Dr. Peter Hammond of Frontline Fellowship, the link to the website of which will be available in the post for this show. The Reformation and Education The phenomenon of education for the masses has its roots in Christianity. Christianity is a teaching religion. The greatest universities worldwide were started by Christians in fulfilment of the Great Commission of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Roots of Education for Everyone The Roots of Education for the Common Person goes back to the Reformation and especially to John Calvin. The modern idea of popular education, that is education for everyone, first arose in Europe during the Protestant Reformation. Dr Samuel Blumenfeld, is public education necessary? A teaching religion. American educator Dr Samuel Blumenfeld came to Christ through reading Calvin's Institutes of the Christian Religion. As Blumenfeld did his research on education, he found that, when it came to the concept of education for the common man, all roads led to Calvin. It was as he read the primary documents that he came to place his faith in Christ. Intellectual Manhood Wherever Calvinism has gone, it has carried the school with it and has given a powerful impulse to popular education. It is a system which demands intellectual manhood. In fact, we say that its very existence is tied up with education of the people. Dr Lorraine Botner, The Reformed Doctrine of Predestination. The Academy. Calvin's Academy at Geneva was the model for many of the early colleges and universities established by the Puritans and their successors in America. To know God and to make him known. Calvin advocated that the purpose of education is for people to know God and to glorify him as God, that in our vocation and in our life we might know the knowledge of God, the Creator and Redeemer. (laughs) 
The content of education must begin with the scriptures and continue into God's creation. A school to bring people to Christ. In Geneva, Calvin promoted education for everyone, which has become the pattern for our day. When John Knox fled from Scotland and sought freedom from persecution in Geneva, he stated that Geneva had become the greatest school of Christ since the time of the Apostles. The control of education should be in the hands of parents. Calvin emphasised the importance of education having moral relevance. Calvin also was insistent that it was the parents' responsibility to educate their children. Therefore, the control of education should remain with the parents. One truth. Of America's first 126 universities, 123 were Christian. This included Harvard, Yale, Princeton, etc. The very etymology of the word university testifies to its Christian origins. Uni veritas, one truth. Humanists do not even believe in one truth, or that it can be, or it can, or that it can be objectively known. Atheists can open up an aversity. Pagans can have a polyversity. Humanists can have a diversity, but universities should be Christian. Reclaim your campus for Christ. Inspiring literature. The Reformation also produced some of the greatest works of literature. William Shakespeare, 1564 to 1616, was one of the world's greatest writers. Scriptural quotes and biblical images from the Geneva Bible permeate Shakespeare's writings. The Pilgrim's Progress. Similarly, John Bunyan, 1628 to 1688, gave the world one of the greatest novels ever written, The Pilgrim's Progress. This parable of the Christian life is one of the all-time most published and widely read books in the history of the world. Paradise Regained. John Milton, 1608 to 1674, author of Paradise Lost and Paradise Regained, was the secretary to Oliver Cromwell and also a Puritan. Soli Deo Gloria. Many music critics declare that Bach was the greatest musician that ever lived. J.S. Bach was an unsurpassed genius and is acknowledged as the father of modern music. He left no musical form as he found it, says one critic. On the other hand, with every form he touched, he seemed to have said the last word. Bach's teaching notebooks and violin books have been the basis for music theory and practice ever since. Johann Sebastian Bach was a Protestant Christian, a Lutheran. Most of his library consisted of Protestant writings, including all of Luther's writings. Bach taught his pupils that music is an act of worship, and all musicians need to commit their talents to the Lord Jesus Christ. Bach wrote SDG, Soli Dio Gloria, on every page of music he produced. The greatest inspiration for music and literature. As one critic said, Bach is to music what Shakespeare is to literature. They are both the greatest, and they were both Protestant Christians. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Proverbs chapter 1, 
verse 7. You have been listening to the traditional Christian message entitled How the Reformation Transformed Education. I want to thank all of you for listening. I'll be back with you all tomorrow. And until then, folks, have a wonderful day and bye for now.